Welcome to HR2Go by Effective Workplace Solutions. In this episode of HR2Go, we'll be chatting about employee monitoring in the workplace. With the increase in hybrid work environments and work from home arrangements, we are seeing an increase in employers starting to consider how to monitor the activities of their employees in the workplace. In Australia, there's no current uniform workplace surveillance laws. Each state in Australia has different laws regarding surveillance, and there's also federal legislation in place regarding surveillance. There are similar provisions in New South Wales and the ACT because these two states also have legislation to regulate workplace surveillance. The other states in Australia have broadly regulated surveillance but don't necessarily specifically regulate surveillance in the workplace. When considering employee monitoring in the workplace, employers must also balance the need to monitor versus employee privacy, and there is a whole suite of legislation regarding employee privacy. Employers must also consider balancing the need to monitor versus employee privacy, and consideration should also be given to workplace culture and the impact that monitoring and surveillance might have on that culture. In terms of workplace surveillance, there is broadly four categories of surveillance. We have optical surveillance, which includes CCTV, dash cams and drones. There is audio surveillance, and this includes things like listening devices, recording incoming and outgoing telephone calls, and monitoring of radio communications. There's also tracking surveillance, which includes GPS monitoring and smartphone or smartwatch location tracking. And then there's data surveillance. So this might include keystroke monitoring, monitoring emails and instant messaging, monitoring internet usage and website access, as well as monitoring smartphone usage. So what are the reasons that a business might choose to monitor their employees? Safety and security of property and personnel probably tops the list of reasons that an employer might choose to monitor their employees. When you have scenarios where employees are working away from the main office or they might be working on site with a client or going into someone's home in the case of those businesses that provide home care services, then monitoring where their employees are at any given time actually becomes a safety issue as well as allowing the employer to understand where their staff are. So why might a business choose to monitor their employees? Look, the reasons for monitoring are probably going to be as individual as the business itself. But there are a few general reasons that um, employers or businesses tend to choose to monitor their employees. Probably first and foremost, um, it is safety and security, and that extends to both property and the individual employees or their personnel. There are a number of businesses that operate where employees are not actually working in office spaces. They might be working in a client's workplace or indeed um, in terms of those home and community care services, you actually have employees that are going into someone else's home. It means that they could go for days without actually seeing their employer or seeing the inside of uh, an office. So for employers to know where their employees are at any given time allows them to ensure that they are operating in a safe workplace and that they haven't um, experienced any harm. 
Another reason that monitoring occurs is to, I guess, prove or, or to support an employer to prove or disprove that something has occurred. With um, the increase in um, workplace issues such as bullying and harassment, sexual harassment, that sort of scenario, having CCTV footage allows a business to undertake investigations and, and either prove or disprove that something has occurred. This also is supports if there's issues with uh, clients or customers in the workplace or perhaps there's um, an allegation that an employee has done something, perhaps stolen something. So there is there's a number of reasons why businesses choose to monitor. Um, it can also be for employee performance management. So as we talked about earlier, we're seeing these hybrid or work from home arrangements where you don't have a direct line of sight as to what employees are actually doing. So monitoring um, with say keystroke monitoring or monitoring their computer computer usage allows employers to actually determine whether or not an employee is actually performing the task they're meant to be doing and um, and performing to a standard that they're meant to be performing to. And then we have situations with, say, um, trucking companies where monitoring can allow them to manage things like fatigue and make sure that their employees are taking the breaks they need to take. So is employee monitoring legal? Well, yes, it is, but only when it's done correctly. So employers are generally permitted to monitor their employees in the workplace, provided they've given the employee 14 days notice in advance. And that's generally considered to be via the implementation of a workplace policy. And the monitoring occurs as per the notice that they have been provided to their employees. Now, we should note again that there are differing laws across Australia in relation to surveillance and workplace surveillance. So it is really critical that as an employer who's considering commencing surveillance or monitoring or is currently undertaking surveillance or employee monitoring, that you are checking with those laws for your relevant jurisdiction and making sure that any actions that you take do comply with those laws. Uh, for those businesses that operate um, businesses across multiple states within Australia, it's really important that you are across and aware of your obligations under the legislation for each of those individual jurisdictions and that you give careful consideration as to how you're rolling out employee monitoring and surveillance in your workplaces across those different jurisdictions. In terms of monitoring employees um, when they haven't been informed of monitoring, this is known as covert surveillance and it is only allowed to occur where the employer has obtained a covert surveillance authority issued by the magistrate's court. So to be clear, you cannot be surveilling or monitoring your employees without them being aware that you are doing it. And in terms of covert surveillance, this is only to occur when you've been issued with a covert surveillance authority from a magistrate's court. Is it legal to record private conversations or telephone calls? Again, yes, it is, but only when done correctly. And once again, it is about making sure that you are aware of the laws regarding surveillance within your relevant jurisdiction 
before you actually commence any recording of private conversations or telephone calls. But best practice would be to only record private or telephone conversations if all of the parties are informed and they consent to that recording. We'd actually suggest that the consent should be recorded at the commencement of the discussion. So that is making everyone aware once you've hit the record button that you're about to record it and then recording their consent to the conversation being recorded. In terms of monitoring employees' personal devices, this is another common question um, that comes up when we consider monitoring and surveilling, surveilling employees in the workplace. So it is legal to monitor your employees' personal devices, but again, it's only when it's done correctly and in reference to the relevant surveillance um, legislation within your jurisdiction. An employer can monitor and collect data from a personal device within company premises provided. The employer creates a bring your own device policy that outlines the legitimate business reasons for monitoring that personal device and the employees are informed and consent to that monitoring. So it is important that you have policies in place about how that will occur and consideration should be strongly given to how that's going to occur given the fact that it is not legal to monitor an employee when they are not at work. So if they're using their own devices, being really careful about when that monitoring will occur so as you're not overstepping the mark in that regard. So in terms of monitoring policies, there are a number of workplace policies that you may already have in place. Um, If not, you might be considering putting in place in relation to employee monitoring and surveillance. For example, social media policies, they tend to explain to employees. When you're considering workplace surveillance and monitoring and then considering the policies you might need to have in place, there are a number of different policies that tend to be in place in a workplace regarding monitoring and surveillance. For example, your social media policy, that may actually talk about the fact that you will be monitoring how employees interact on social media and that whilst they might be doing that outside of work, if it does impact the business, there may be consequences for that. There's policies like we've already talked about with your bring your own device policy that is going to outline how you monitor the usage of um, a personal device. Obviously, there's policies like your workplace surveillance policy that might talk about CCTV, the GPS tracking, that sort of thing. And then your information communication and technology policies that talk about how you're going to monitor email use, perhaps incoming phone calls and and the way that those devices can be used in the workplace. In terms of these individual policies, it's important that in every policy you're explaining the employer's expectations and the employee's responsibility, that the policy outlines how the employer intends to monitor the employees and the reason for undertaking that monitoring or surveillance and the duration um, that that surveillance is or monitoring is going to occur for. The policy should also refer to the applicable laws and then outline the consequences for breaches of policy, including things like disciplinary action and up to and including termination. 
Again, um, if you are intending to commence surveillance or make changes to your current surveillance and monitoring practices, you do need to provide the employees with 14 days notice. So to be clear, if you're already surveilling and you're going to be making a change to how you surveil, you need to provide your employees with 14 days notice of that change. Or if you intend to introduce surveillance into your workplace, you need to give your employees 14 days notice. In addition to having policies and procedures in place, there are some other practical considerations um, in terms of implementing surveillance. So it's important for you to have a look at the award that you're currently engaging your employees under or if you've got an enterprise agreement in place, having a look at that to check whether there's any consultation requirements that need to be adhered to. Generally speaking, awards and enterprise agreements may have a consultation clause for significant workplace change and arguably the introduction of surveillance or the addition to your current surveillance practices might be considered a significant workplace change. It's also important to have a look at whether you need to do any consultation on your work health safety legislation and also the implications around privacy. So as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, there are um, a number of privacy considerations that should be um, reviewed prior to implementing surveillance in the workplace. So just making sure that you're not breaching any of those obligations and that those people who are practically implementing the surveillance in your workplace are aware of their obligations in that regard. In terms of the risks that come with monitoring um, obviously, the probably the biggest risk is the fact that there are no uniform workplace surveillance laws across Australia, which means that for those businesses that are fluid across different states, um, there's certainly some implications there in making sure that you're not breaching any of those surveillance laws. Um, it also makes it quite complicated in terms of application because you do need to be across what you can do in a particular state versus what you can't do in another state and then trying to unpack that for your particular workplace can be complicated. There's also the risk that employees might um, take a claim such as a general protections claim or a breach of contract if they feel that um, there's been a breach of good faith or trust and confidence, the implementation of surveillance. They can also make a complaint to the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner as well in that regard. And there's also risks if you haven't made your employees aware of the fact that you're surveilling or monitoring or and that they're not aware of the relevant policies and not trained in that regard um, as well. Importantly, with your workplace surveillance policies, these need to be regularly reviewed and revised. This is certainly not an area of policy where it is a case of set and forget. It, it is really important that you're constantly reviewing um, and making sure that your practices within your workplace are compliant. Thank you for listening to another episode of hr to go If your business is based in Australia and you would like HR or employment law advice, visit our website, ewsolutions.com.au.